The following podcast contains strong language and frank discussions of violence. Listener discretion is advised. Hey, hey, hey. Hello. Hey, everybody. Murder Amongst Friends, Joanne and Mike in my living room still because we're too poor to afford a recording studio. We're back. We're back, guys. <laughs> we're back. And um, I've been trying to keep up on a few things. Uh... Yeah, lots of... There's so many things currently going on, but not much movement. Yeah. So I've been trying to keep track of that piece of shit, Murdaw, or <laughs> Murdog, as my girlfriend Nancy Grace calls it. <laughs> um, nothing really going on quite yet with that, sort of in stasis right now. Yep. Um, I've also been trying to find anything new on that POS from the Delphi murders, yeah. Richard Allen, Dick Allen, if you will. Pharmacy tech to scumbags everywhere. The oldie <laughs> consumer value store, better known locally as CVS. Chivuese. CVS. Not much going on there, except they did have a hearing on the 22nd to decide if they were going to keep the files sealed or not. And they decided to keep them sealed for now. Okay. So there's a possibility that they will be releasing, which in my mind means they are still looking for someone. Yeah, I was going to ask why you think they... I think that that's probably why. And then, of course, we have the OnlyFans. Shout out to sex workers, but not this one, <laughs> Courtney Clenny, who in the beginning I was trying to give the benefit of the doubt we to. We both were. Just like Julia Enright, the yeah. sexy dominatrix treehouse murderess. <laughs> uh, but low... These many days, yeah. <laughs> it has come to pass that some audio recordings and some video recordings from police yeah. cam have come out that do not paint this young lady in the best of lights. Yeah, it's an unfortunate, uh, it's an <laughs> it unfortunate the, bit of information. It was to the try worst of times. Side. It was the worst of times, Michael. Yes, yes. Uh, to misquote Dickens. <laughs> Um, yeah, so I don't know if we can get our hands on some of the audio, but Obum Sally, which was her boyfriend, Christian, um, audio taped some of these arguments. And I want to say, Michael, I'm assuming there were drugs and alcohol involved because she goes ape shit. Yeah, seems like a safe Crazy for some things that are so trivial as someone rode by him on a bicycle and said hello. Mm. And she flipped the fuck out. She also has been reported to have cut him in the lip with a knife and stabbed him in the leg. And he has sent texts to her referencing these things and then saying, quote, will love kill me Uh. or something to that effect? Will it be love that kills me or something? So they clearly had a mutual toxic relationship. They fed off each other like a drug. And it's not looking good for Miss Clenny. No. So not... uh... Even with the one stab, which made for a plausible mm. self-defense claim, the more we learn, the less the less likely clear it, cut it looks it like that she yeah. may be a victim. Now, did they maybe engage in mutual battery at some point? Probably. Yeah. But I feel like maybe she was making all this money. Maybe she got a little big for britches. Yeah. Uh, then you add in the fuel of drugs and alcohol and jealousy. And a toxic relationship, yep. and then you end up in murder. Well, also, right from the beginning, though, too, because this additional audio and stuff is coming out mm. as the investigation unfolds. But right. right from the beginning, even when we were trying to be like, well, 
maybe she was, yeah. you know, acting in self-defense and stuff like that. But the one piece of evidence that did come out the was elevator that video. elevator video, yeah. <clears throat> which showed him. She's... Right. She's clearly the aggressor. And obviously everybody caveated it with, well, right. we don't see what happens outside the elevator. Right. So we don't know, and there's no audio. Oh, she's Solange Knowles kicked his ass in the yeah. elevator. Right. And then, you know, who knows what happened before or after that. Right. But that's what we had to go on from the beginning. So I was reserving judgment. Right. At this point in time, I'm right. thinking, this girl's probably, I think she's going to get life with the possibility. Maybe. but Or she's going to get manslaughter. Yeah. It'll depend on the sympathies of the jury, I yeah. think. It'll come down to I think it's either going to go life. I don't think they're going to give her life without. I think they'll give her life with possibility or they'll let her cop to like a manslaughter charge. Yeah. Yeah, Because she'll do like seven years and then, you know, some bullshit. I mean, if we were already if we were already having to make allowances and kind of. Well, yeah, she hit him, but we don't know what happened outside. Right. From the beginning, and right. now as more comes out, it's less easy to do it. It's seeming less likely that <laughs> yeah. this is not going to go. It's less likely that this won't go to trial yeah. and, and things like that. So I think this will be a, a bigger story once, if TV cameras are allowed in inside, I'm yeah. sure HLN and CNN and all that will have yes. round-the-clock yes. coverage. And, uh, oh, I was considering canceling my Peacock subscription. Ah, uh, yes. Because... <laughs> And this is going to make me sound like a hypocrite and a maniac. But. They are releasing in. Two days, I think. Two days from now. Yeah. But when you listen to this, yeah. it will have been released a At week ago. At the end ago. of November. Yeah. I believe the 28th. A three-part, quote, docu-series. Puff interviewing piece. Tot Mom Killer Casey <laughs> Anthony giving this bukyak. Um. <laughs> And for all those who don't speak the language, that may or may not be the C word. Um, A platform to tell her, quote, truth about the death of her daughter slash, sorry, murder of her daughter, Kaylee. How her dad was definitely, definitely involved. (laughs) Yeah, she's literally going to try to pin it on her dad yet again. And I'm somewhat disgusted by Peacock, like even giving this chick a platform. So I want to cancel it in protestation, but I'm but. also going to fucking watch <laughs> yeah. it because I have real problems. Yeah. So. And that's the fine line we watch, but or we walk in this true crime fascination world here. It's it's really makes me feel guilty, but I can't stop myself. Yeah. It's like my drug. Yeah. Because, it's my drug of choice. Yeah. Okay. We say pretty regularly. Wouldn't it be nice to focus on the victims and not give these people such notoriety? Right. And then, and yet we're the ones at least, that at yeah. least half of our episodes are titled "The Story of the Killer," right, and not of the victims. Right. Sometimes, if there is kind of a, a if it's not a serial killer situation, I will try to steer it around yeah. to name it after the victims. We're but part of the problem. Sometimes it's hard to do. Saying, is that we're admitting right now? Yeah, it's no fucking. I am. Com- no comment. Well, no comment. I'm admitting that sometimes. I'm invoking to make my sure. Fifth Amendment right. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's fine. As per yeah. our own show's rules and regulations. As the executive producer of no the show. No comment. You can wash your hands of this. As the <laughs> associate producer of oh, this yeah, production, right, yeah. I cannot. Sure. Um, but yeah, just so people know what the story is or so people, if they come across it, will yeah. want to click on it. 
sometimes you have to go with the name that people yeah. are actually going to recognize. And sometimes it's it is a little bit of the sexy uh, the sexy yeah. title gets the clicks. Right. A little bit of a clickbait, Joan. Uh, P.S. <laughs> Could you just make a note that Michael called me the EP? Thank you. Yeah. Appreciate I think that. we all know. Pre- appreciate. I that. think we all know. Thank you, Joan. Thanks, Joni. Well. That is actually going to be the similar situation. She's make she's making faces at you from the booth. Yeah, whatever. I don't <laughs> care. Um, it's going to be a similar situation this week, as the story uh, that I'm going to tell you is will be named after oh the perpetrator. Great. You ready to get to it? I was born ready. All right, man. let's do it. This is the story of the vampire of Dusseldorf. Oh, Peter Curtin. <laughs> okay. Peter Curtin grew up rough. Born in 1883 to two alcoholic parents, he was continually beaten and was forced to watch his parents have sex with each other. Ew! Yeah. Ew! Yeah. And he was probably born with, like, fetal alcohol syndrome, too. Ew! Yeah. No, I... Oh, God, no. Did you ever accidentally walk in on your parents? Nope. Thank God for you. I accidentally walked in on my mom and stepdad once. Mm. And um, I have to tell you, I'm still scarred from that, and I was about, I want to say, like, eight or nine. Yeah. No, 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 no. Yeah. Yeah, my sister had the unfortunate experience of, we had both moved out of the house. Yeah. We're well old enough. My parents thinking they're home alone. My sister decides to drop in and visit them. Oh, no. Knock, knock. No one answers. Let myself in with my house key. Anybody home? What's going on? Are you in here? Oh, you're in here. (laughs) Wait, so they knew that she walked in or did she accidentally open the door? She she saw something and slowly backed away. Because that's what I did. I don't think my mother knows to this day that I saw her. Well, luckily she doesn't listen to the show, even though we asked her to. (laughs) Thank God. No, I uh, I think they were well aware of her presence after... It became. Oh uh, my god! Well, one time, I, I rented an apartment, and then the apartment upstairs opened up, and my mother uh, ended up taking the apartment upstairs. Great. And my back door was always open because the lock was wonky, and you could literally either pop it with a credit card if you got locked out, or sometimes just push cool. it open. Great. Safe. So my mom, instead of, and my bathroom was right by my back door, so. My mother had to pee really bad. Yeah. And instead of coming in the front door, going yes. up the stairs, then going into her apartment, she just blasts in through my back door yelling, I'm going to pee my pants. I need the bathroom. I'm in the shower. Oh, no. With my boyfriend oh, at the time. No. <laughs> and we're like showering, but also yeah. we're in there, yeah. you know? <laughs> and so my mother just bursts the door and goes, I have to pee. I'm going to pee my pants. So she pops a squat. <laughs> And we're looking at each other like, oh my fuck, she doesn't realize that yeah. he's he's yeah. in here. Right. We'll call him Dave, <laughs> for lack of a better name, and also, that was his name. <laughs> um, we'll call him DF. Um, and so, she's peeing, and I'm going, Mom, you can't just come into my apartment like, where she's like, I'm going to piss my pants. You know, what do you want me to do? And I said, I'm in here with Dave. You can't just come in to my house. Like, I understand. Pee your pants or go in the front. Not my problem. Yeah. And she didn't believe me. She was like, no, you're not. So oh. you just don't want me to come in and blah, blah, blah. And then he goes, 
Hi, Donna. Oh, no. And she went, ah! <laughs> so we fucking start dying laughing. She obviously had the curtains closed. She couldn't yeah, see anything. Right. But So she fucking jumps up. She gets out. She's all embarrassed. I'm like, that's what you fucking get. Yeah. That is what you get. And don't ever come in because you never know what's... What if we were just in flagrante delicto <laughs> in the middle of the kitchen or something? It's my apartment. I'll do what I want. But yeah, that's what you get for just fucking coming in. I mean, and this is why God wants you to be ashamed of your body. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I'm anyway, digress. before he had even turned thirteen, he had tried to drown another kid he used to play with. Oh, great! Let's bring up those memories of another kid trying to drown another kid. And well, <laughs> and after that, he made friends with someone he definitely shouldn't have. Mm-mm. The local dog catcher. Mm-mm. Taught Peter how to torture and kill the animals he would Wait, catch. wait, wait. The dog catcher? Yep. It's 1896, by the way, at this point. Was a dog catcher in 1896's job? Yeah. To round up stray animals and just kill them? Pretty much. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I, I think they would try to do something with them but i don't think, like what i don't think if a couple of the dogs didn't make it to the pound mm-hmm. he would have been in too much trouble um this guy wasn't a great influence let's just say i wouldn't think so and what kind of person takes that kind of job if they know that the yeah. end game is just to put animals to sleep right and my dog didn't like that she just shifted in her sleep she's yeah. like i don't like where this is going sorry harley <laughs> after turning 13 peter got himself a girlfriend his own mm-hmm. age. Mm-hmm. But she refused to have sex with him. Well, she's 13. Yeah. Well, back then was the death. <laughs> you, your life expectancy was like 22. Yeah. So she was already like uh, at her Old midlife crisis yeah. at this point. In order to satisfy himself, mm. Peter resorted don't, to... Don't tell me. If you say bestiality, I'm going to throw up in my mouth. Okay. Yeah. I'll, I'll believe it. <laughs> yeah. With some of the local farm animals. Oh, come on. If that wasn't bad enough... Like a black mirror pig fucker. Yes. If that wasn't bad enough, he would later admit that mutilating the animals during the sex act was how he would achieve an orgasm. Ew, so he's... Killing them as he's raping them. Before I go any further... That's not healthy. Before I go any further... Yeah. Peter Curtin... Any further, as if you could go further than mutilating an animal while you're raping it. Peter Curtin ejaculates. That's his thing. Okay. Some killers. As do most men, yeah, but. some Well, but you'll see. Some killers are into the process. Some are into the product. Curtin was just getting himself off. Okay. So he was just getting his rocks and socks off. Yeah. Okay. He had to end his barnyard escapades <laughs> after a farmer. His barnyard love affair, if you will, <laughs> yeah. Michael. After a farmer saw him stabbing one of his pigs. In more ways than oh, one. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you dope. So they were like, hey, Curtin. Yeah. I don't care that you're fucking my Leave cows. My pigs alone, yeah. And pigs and chickens and God knows what else. Right. Don't stab them. Yeah. With a knife. Right. Your penis. Fair right. game. Fair play. Yeah. Okay, great. <laughs> great. Um, over the next few years... Curtin ran away from home after stealing all of the household's money <laughs> okay. to start a relationship with a sex worker who was two years older than he was. Shout out to sex workers. Running out of money quickly. 
<laughs> well, <laughs> that yeah. shit ain't cheap, Michael. Curtin resorted to crime and spent a month in jail for petty theft and four years in prison for fraud. Oh. Yeah, put him in jail. Yeah, put him in jail for fraud. That's that's what we need to put him in jail for. In 1904, Curtin was out of prison and was drafted into the German army. The turn of the century, Michael. He quickly deserted and moved into his arson phase. Oh, so he went from raping animals yep. to burning shit down. Yep. Okay. And killing animals. Of course. I'm, of course. He would light fires and observe from the distance as emergency crews arrived. Mm-hmm. Eventually, he was caught committing an arson. It was discovered he was a deserter, and he was sent to a military tribunal. Okay, so, so far we have yeah. pyromania. Yeah. Cruelty to animals. Yeah. Sweet, sweet loving to animals, yeah. Michael. Uh, um, let's see. We don't have a, we have negligent parents, yeah. obviously. Yeah. Uh, so far, no head injury that we know of. That we can, yeah. But he, while he was watching those fires burn, mm, don't if you tell me he was ejaculating, he was I swear to God. Okay. So during this, <laughs> oh, God. yeah, during this imprisonment, his third so far. Yeah. He claimed he encountered severe forms of punishment. And developed deranged erotic fantasies. No, sir. Which. Sir. Sir. Yeah. You already have deranged erotic fantasies. Now, am I a fan of the cops? No, I'm not. Yeah. But in this situation, I am no going to allow (laughs) this man to say that their beatings of him cause these deranged erotic fantasies. And you're not going to tell me that they ramped up in how deranged they are because they're already fucking the most deranged. I think it's other prisoners that were beating him. I don't give a shit who beats him up. Yeah, but still, even the cops. They let him do it anyway. The guards let him do it. So we're not going to allow him to pretend that that's what caused his deranged erotic fantasies. Well, these erotic fantasies, (laughs) while remembering them would cause him to spontaneously Combust. ejaculate. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Just, he's standing there and suddenly... He's, just, he's fizzing and jizzing, Mike. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's just standing there yeah. and just a thing would pop in his head. And he, uh, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, it's illegal on a plane. <laughs> Thanks, Bin Laden. F- <laughs> Finally, in 1913, he was released from prison and moved to Mülheim am Rhein. Now, to be fair, to be fair, to be fair, I can't imagine that spontaneous ejaculation well, yeah. might be pleasurable, I, but also no, I think it's a medical, it's a medical issue. I like, think. imagine you're just walking down the street. Yeah. And you see, you know, you're yeah. that dude, the shoe fetish killer. Yeah. You see a lady walk by with shoes and then you just go. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh, shit. Not yeah. again. You'd I don't have a spare around. change of pants. Big wet spot on the yeah. front of your pants. You'd like walking around with a diva cup. Just like a like a total creep. <laughs> yeah. Like You either look like you jizzed yourself. Which you did. Or you pissed yourself. <laughs> so either either way, yeah. not great. So he's out of prison in 1913. This is when Curtin starts to go off the rails. Oh, this is this. when he starts to go off the rails? Because he was so securely on the rails prior to this. Yeah. He claimed that after prison, or this stint in prison anyway, mm-hmm. sex workers and farm animals were no longer enough for him. Oh, well, thank God for small The animals are like, yeah. oh, yes, thank God for small favors. Shortly after getting out of jail this last time, he broke into a home with the intent yep. to burgle it. 
Please don't tell me he moved to children. While inside, he saw the family's nine-year-old daughter. Oh, motherfucker. Overcome by the erotic fantasies he had thought up in prison, he strangled her and slashed her throat with his pocket knife. Oh, no. <sighs> Upon hearing the girl's blood drip to the floor... Don't tell me he spontaneously jizzes. He ejaculated. Come on! His cum beans. <laughs> Gross. All over town. Ew. The very next day, he went back to the scene of the crime. Well, a bar across the street yeah. from the house. He reveled in hearing the locals talk about the murder and hearing their Don't. reactions. <laughs> Does he? I'm not going to say it. Does he spill his beans in the bar? <laughs> over the, I'm not going to say it. Over oh the next few God. months... Again, overwhelmed. How is he not constantly just getting beat up by local men? Not that I'm condoning that because if you were a normal person and you had that medical issue, it must be absolute hell to live through, right? Right. Um, It'd be like if you were like that person who just continuously sneezed for like 42 years or some whatever crazy business, right? Or hiccuped for like 22 years or something, right? But if you're just, (laughs) I'm not condoning just beating people up. But like if you're just publicly jizzing on yourself or jizzing in public if you're mm-hmm. however you're doing it yeah i would imagine that most people yeah wouldn't take kindly it's, to it's, that you're gonna find yourself in a situation where someone is going to take it the wrong way yeah <laughs> quote air take it the yeah. wrong way that was air quotes. and you might get the shit kicked out of you yeah over the next few months again overwhelmed by the need to see the effects of his crimes he would visit the girl's grave and touch the soil no, under which she was buried so don't. he could. No, Michael. Don't. Ejaculate. Oh, my God. So he could ege. Yes. <laughs> his, his speech. Yeah, he just, he, he goes to this murder victim's grave and touches the to dirt. fucking spooge. Yeah. Like, come on. To plant his cum beans. <laughs> In the hopes that they will grow Ugh. into a beanstalk, Michael. Only, well, only two months after killing the girl, Curtin broke into another home. This one with a 17-year-old girl come inside. On, dude. Get your life together. He strangled and stabbed her again, reacting when her blood started to flow. Right. I'll just say it is reacting. Great. He was really getting to his groove. And thought how Curtin got his groove back. Yeah, and he thought he found a way to satisfy himself for a good long while. Oh, but later that same year, he was arrested for arson and burglary. Nothing yet for any of the killings. He spent the next eight years yeah. in a military prison and was for defecting or just for the arson and the burglary. But because he was because he defected. Yeah. Okay. Um. Eight years in the military prison and was released again in April 1921. After getting out this time, Curtin became engaged to a woman named August Scharf. No, ma'am. A shop owner and former sex worker. No, okay. She was also a perfect match. For? As August. Don't tell me. They are both weird sexual deviant weirdies. She had previously been accused of fatally shooting her former fiance, <laughs> whom Curtin had previously posed as to evade arrest. Well, that's wacky. Yeah. Can I pose as your dead fiance that you definitely, definitely killed so I don't get arrested for killing other people? Right. And she was like, sure. absolutely. Yeah. And absolutely. Why not just get married? Let's form an alliance. Do you think this relationship was destined for happily ever after? <laughs> well, I'm going to assume that. 
he's going to strangle her and then slice her throat. And then when her blood hits the floor, he's going to EJ. I am rarely in this position to say. I'm wrong. That's incorrect. Does she kill him? (gasps) Upon realizing that her husband had been sleeping with not one, but two of their maids. Okay. She encouraged one of them to press charges, claiming Curtin had forced her into having sex. Okay, I was going to say, for rape, because if it was... Miraculously, the charge held up in court. No. And Curtin... In 1921? Yeah. In, yeah. That doesn't hold up in court today. What do you mean? And Curtin was sentenced to his fifth prison term, this time for six months. If that ever happens, I'm walking in with one of those fucking white wigs with the powder yeah. and the yeah. fucking robes and shit, because clearly back in the day... Shit was on point. Yeah. What the fuck is going on now? After getting out again. <laughs> well, that's killed, still the same. He killed two people and attempted to murder another during the course of a single month. So he's ramping up. Yeah. Okay. The third intended victim managed to survive her injuries. Curtin was a fan of stabbing. He especially <laughs> liked stabbing with sharpened scissors. <laughs> Part of his satisfaction would come from going back to crime scenes, pretending to be a concerned citizen to discuss the crimes with police. Also, first of all, get the fuck out of here. If I'm a cop, I'm like, sir, yeah. step the fuck back yeah. or we're taking you in. Right. We're not talking to you. Well, yeah. what do you? Oh, I'm sorry. What are you, a concerned citizen? Go be concerned behind the line again. and let us do our job. Yeah, this is again. Yeah, that's, that's crazy. Gary Ridgway. That's crazy. Um. Oh, allow, allow me to help, Richard Allen. Yeah. Richard Allen talking to the cops saying, oh, I, I was in the area. He fucking said, yeah. I was in the area. If people If you need themselves. to talk to me, yeah. I could maybe uh, give you some information. And yeah. they brushed him off. Mm-hmm. What? <laughs> I'm just saying, Michael. During the next several months... Four women managed to escape attempted strangling by Curtin. By August of 1929, Curtin was done with moderation and kicked it into high gear. <laughs> that you call that moderation? <laughs> In just one month, he murdered six people. Oh my God. The first... That's one and a half people per week. <laughs> yeah. The first victim in this series was a woman who he stalked for nearly a week. And confessed to wishing he could have crucified her body on a decomposing tree. Uh, ostensibly it had to be decomposing yeah because he wanted to scare the public in like the most gruesome way he could and crucifying on a dying tree i guess so if you crucified someone on a fucking robust healthy tree you don't think everyone in the neighborhood would be terrified not as much of course they're like well it is a very healthy redwood tree so he ultimately decided against it and instead buried her but he did send a letter to police, including a detailed map to her grave. Okay. Well, at least he's being helpful. <laughs> <laughs> Once the letter was in police hands, Curtin switched up his MO. His modus operandi. <laughs> or method of operation. Or method of operation. He switched from scissors to a knife <laughs> and randomly stabbed three people in one day. <gasps> he just walking around town, just boop, 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 and then just takes off. An 18-year-old girl. A 30-year-old man and a 37-year-old woman. Somehow, they all escaped, but each described their attacker differently, which effectively confused the police. Come on. (laughs) Three days after... Three days after the random stabbings, Peter Curtin murdered a pair of sisters. One by strangulation, the other by slicing her neck. Come on, dude. This guy is, like, 
for he's, the he's literally out of control. I mean, not that he wasn't time from the jump, but like this guy's going fucking buck wild. Well, guess what? For the first no. time, Curtin engaged in cannibalism, <laughs> drinking the blood of the younger girl as it poured from her neck. I actually, yeah, this is I, what. No, I actually. The thought of drinking, like, I'm, this I'm making is, myself yeah. gag. The thought of drinking warm blood. Oh, I can't say it out loud because it's it's actually making me want to fucking barf. This is what caused him to be dubbed the vampire of what Dusseldorf. What would be worse? I'm going to try to get it out without puking in my mouth. Cum beans? Nope. <laughs> His cum beans. Grow up, Michael. And that's not what I was going to say. Um, Drinking someone's hot fucking blood, blood from their body, which Four. is making me, yeah. it's in my throat like I'm going to yak. Or like eating someone's <laughs> I literally just almost threw up. <laughs> Eating someone's flesh. Oh, I just made myself sweat and almost throw up. Okay. Well, feel free be, to email what would us. Be, what would be worse? <laughs> feel free think? to email us and I'll read your responses to Joanne. The next... Yes, listeners, what would you rather do if you were forced? Yeah. Drink someone's hot blood from their body or eat their flesh? <laughs> you go in vampire or zombie. Those are your choices. The next month, Curtin murdered two servant girls, this time using a hammer... To hit them over the heads. Maxwell's hammer or silver, silver hammer. hammer? He also stabbed a child, leaving her for dead in an alleyway okay, in what would be his final murder. Let's leave the kids out of it, shall we? Again. On May 14th, Curtin attempted to seduce, then murder, a 20-year-old woman named Maria Budlick. Budlick she, was like, mm. She made it as far as his apartment before realizing that he was up to no good and booked <laughs> it out of there. <laughs> she fucking dipped. <laughs> She didn't report her ordeal to the police. I'm sure we can come up with a pretty plausible reason why not. Yeah. Instead, writing a letter to a friend confiding what she experienced. Okay. Luckily, she incorrectly addressed the envelope. And it ended up in the hands of a postal worker who, for some reason, read it, but passed it on to police. Can you imagine the postal worker's like, there is no number 27. What is this? Is this a prank? I think I'll just read this since it doesn't belong to anyone. And this is definitely not... A felony. <laughs> Whoops! A murder or a weird, a weirdy murdering types <coughs> sort of gentleman. Let me bring this to the authorities. I should alert my local constable. <laughs> Let me call the sheriff, the mayor. Yeah. <laughs> yes, the mayor. Of course. Let's go to the mayor. Well, in Germany, around this time, <laughs> yeah. it was around this time that that was happening. Mm. What I'm about to tell you next is unbelievable for two reasons. Oh God! First. Somehow, yeah. through all of this bullshit, Curtin and his wife stayed married. She was like, yeah, yeah fine, cool. I threw you in jail yeah. for cheating on me with yeah. two maids. I and don't know about the other and, stuff. Okay, but she also killed, killed her husband. Yeah. And they, you know, she was yeah. like, all right, fine, we're even, even Stevens. Second, <clears throat> incredibly, Curtin decided to confess his crimes to his wife. The timing happens yeah. to coincide with the police reading the unintended reporting of Ooh, Maria Budlick. I love serendipity. This is also unbelievable. Curtin's uh, wife somehow managed to stay ignorant of Peter's crimes until he told her. Bullshit. I'm calling bullshit yeah. on that one. Maybe she's, that's true. She's probably full not. of shit. But no matter the reason, Curtin must have been feeling like the walls were closing in because he knew there was a reward out for him. Not specifically for him. But, but just for information. whoever's doing so, it. Yeah, right. yeah. But the way Peter saw it, if his wife was the one to turn him in, there would be money left for her after he went to prison yet again. Oh, now he's... He's, you know, trying now to be... Now he's looking out for he's his... He's being a stand-up guy. He's trying guy. to be a provider for yeah. his wife. 
How about get a job, you bum? <laughs> as soon as he was arrested, Curtin immediately confessed to his crimes and didn't express any remorse or regret. Right. He ended up admitting to 68 different <gasps> crimes, including 10 murders and 31 attempted murders. Okay. He justified the crimes, claiming that they were revenge for the horrors that life had inflicted upon him no, during childhood. No, And that he was simply claiming what he was due. No. No. Those people did nothing to you, sir. Right. Your parents were shitbags. Right. You should have killed them, maybe. Who says he didn't? And then go live your life. Yeah. Police ordered a psychological evaluation. The first one (laughs) ever done on a serial killer. Okay. Shockingly, five separate psychologists heard his confessions of his crimes and his detailed fantasies of fire, blood, and mass murder. Please tell me they said that he was remorseful and there was nothing wrong with him. Yet each concluded that he was sane, (laughs) but at least that meant he was fit to stand trial. (laughs) He's not sane. (laughs) He's fucking definitely insane. The judge asked Curtin if he felt he had a conscience. Curtin said he didn't, quote, yeah. never have I felt any misgiving in my soul. Never did I think to myself that what I did was bad, even though human society condemns it. My blood and the blood of my victims must be on the heads of my torturers. The punishments I have suffered have destroyed all my feelings as a human being. That was why I had no pity for no my victims. No one tortured you, buddy. You were neglected by your drunk-ass parents. Well, he was probably tortured in prison by the other prisoners. Okay, but, again, but guess what? Right. You brought that on yourself. Right. How did you get to jail, sir? So you were already committing crimes. Yeah. So you can't use that as a preemptive reason for why you committed crimes. Because it happened to you after you committed <laughs> crimes, sir. But I wouldn't have committed crimes if I wasn't tortured. You weren't tortured. But I wouldn't have been tortured if I didn't commit the crimes. Yeah, okay. Uh, Let me get off this yeah. hamster wheel of death. <laughs> after a 10-day trial... Curtin was found guilty of murder and given nine death sentences, which at the time yes. were to be carried out by guillotine. Ooh, shit. When the time came what to if, die. Like, they dropped the blame? And you don't die? And like it doesn't actually cut you enough to kill you. And then they just keep dropping right. it on yeah, you. Yeah, they do it again. Like a slap chop. Yeah. <laughs> As seen on TV. Yeah. Other chopping products are available. <laughs> When the time came to die, Curtin had a question. Do you want to venture a guess? No. If it, no. No. Because whatever, no. Because if I say something and it's not right, it's going to make me sound like a fucking psychopath. (laughs) So, no, thank you. I would like to just receive the information. Quote. Mm -hmm. After my head is chopped off, will I still be able to hear, at least for a moment, the sound of my own blood gushing from the stump of my neck. Is he trying to jizz on himself for his own death? That would be the pleasure to end all pleasures. This dude <laughs> is a maniac. He sure is. Totally sane, though. Who are these doctors? And please revoke their licenses <laughs> immediately. I don't know if I'll get in trouble for saying this, but I think this guy might be a little off. I think he's fucking nuts. <laughs> Scientists wanted to study Curtin's head and brain after his death. Okay. And even the physical examination showed nothing abnormal. There were no growths. There were no tumors. Just a normal brain. Okay. Granted, early 1900s, Yeah, I mean, they didn't didn't know about, They didn't know much about brain chemistry. Synapses and shit and the stuff you can't see. Right. You know, so what happened? They're just like, is there a a weird lump in any of these areas? No, he's fine. Yeah. What happened to the head after the study concluded? It ended up where all severed heads of psychosexual serial killers end up, at a Ripley's Believe It or Not museum in Wisconsin. No, it's not. It is 
100% there. I've is seen the picture. there now? Yeah. <gasps> they formaldehyded the head in a jar and it's just in a it's fucking in Ripley's? Half. It's like the skull in half and then there's like... Oh my God. Yeah. Like that... Oh God. What was that art installation? Bodies. Bodies. Yeah. I saw that shit in London. That shit was crazy. Yeah. I saw that shit in the James Bond movie. It's um, nuts in real life. I've seen I saw it in real life too it's when crazy. I was here in Boston. Yeah. Um, the timing of Peter Curtin's execution, July 2nd, 1931, to be exact, means he and his crimes are mostly lost to history as Germany was about to become the world's focus because of a very different psychopath. <laughs> but that is the sometimes forgotten story of the vampire of Dusseldorf, Peter Curtin. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Well, Starting off with just a little boy watching his parents boning. Yeah. And this is the main. Well, I mean, ensued. yeah, that's what I'm saying. Why yeah. don't you just off your parents? Yeah. And then go live your. Not that he'd be normal at that point, right. but like, don't try and say you're enacting your revenge on your torturers. Right. These people didn't torture you. They were innocent bystanders. Right. Your parents. The nine-year-old girl had nothing to do with no. your upbringing. Come on. This, or wasn't born during any yeah, of wasn't your even alive terms. probably yeah. like when you were a kid getting tortured by your actual torturers your parents right ew like they made him watch or like yeah they were like sit there and watch this yeah son right or they were maybe they were so fucking out of it drunk they didn't care if he was around like they just didn't know or Who's maybe to... they lived in a tiny yeah. you know maybe they weren't rich and they lived yeah. in a tiny little room and he they you know yeah. because they he... were drunk yeah they just went at it his and he happened to be there. His description is that there was intent behind it. Ew, did they mess with him too? Who knows the accuracy of his statements? You know, not to deny. I mean, that not sounds to deny pretty the, plausible yeah. for yeah. like the track that he went down. Right. right. Not Maybe to lessen his trauma. Humans yeah. Was like right. repulsive to right. him, so that's why he went toward animals. Yeah. Because of the grotesquerie of having yeah. to watch your parents. Right. Get it on. Yeah. Not Blech. to not to minimize any real trauma that he went through. And again, people go through trauma every yeah. day, are raised in trauma and right. don't do this stuff. Right. Um but, but maybe to say if his the parents way were alcoholics it, and then yeah. they were drinking when he was they were pregnant right. with him also. Right. Certainly didn't help his brain chemistry. Yeah. His brain was pickled. Right. So, you know, I'm sure some of it happened. I'm sure some of it didn't. I'm sure he embellished. I'm sure he downplayed. I'm yeah. sure the, the truth is nothing of what we actually know. I'm sure. So everybody's got their own shit. Some of us more than others. Some of us more than others. It seems. Some of us are vampires. Some of us are zombies. Oh, my God. What would you rather do? I have my answer, but I don't want to say because... I don't want you to... Know. I have my answer, too. Okay. Okay. Should we say either vampire or zombie on the count of three? Yes. Are we doing one, two, three, then say it? One, two, three, say it. Okay, yeah. ready? One, one two, three, three, zombie. Ah! Yes. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Vampire, yeah. you psychopath. You'd rather drink hot blood from someone than yeah. just swallow some flesh? Well, hold on. If there are stipulations. Okay. I said earlier, would you rather yeah. drink hot blood from someone's body as soon right. as it comes out? Right. Or eat some of their flesh? Okay. But some of their flesh, are they dead? Do I have to bite it off of them? Is it cooked? It doesn't fucking matter, it Michael. It does matter. It's flesh. We're not cooking it. Okay. 
Because then that's what I'm saying. Because if I have to take a bite and pull, I don't want to do that. I would rather get a little like. Well, if you cut off a finger and fucking chew the meat no, off, I don't know, or cut off I, a I would rather slice get... off a piece of butt that juicy butt meat. No, no, no. And then just swallow it. See, you take a, a diabetes finger prick tester, but and there's your hot blood from somebody. No, else. you're not putting a drip of blood on your tongue. You're drinking like a fucking ounce of hot blood. Not a dribble of blood like, oops, I bit my lip. Uh, let me lick the blood off. No. Well, I, I found a way around your task, no. madam. No. Yes. You said no. drink hot blood directly no. out of somebody. Drinking is not going, uh, and putting a little dribble a on your tongue. That's not a sip. For a sip, you have to have liquid in your mouth, not a drop. If I said, take a sip of the soda, yeah. you're not dipping your finger in it and going, and touching the tip of your tongue to your finger. That's not a sip. If I was trying to be a pedantic prick to try to get around That's not, not what I asked it. you. I didn't say, I'd like you to be a pedantic uh, prick. You asked me. You was implied. Okay, you would like it, me. it is implied at all times, yeah. but that's obviously not what I meant. Right. So do you want to keep your same answer, yes. or would you rather renege? No. Okay. Same answer. Well, you're a weirdo. Thank you. <laughs> If anybody else wants to weigh in, if you're Team Joanne or Team Mike, uh, yeah. so Team Vampire or Team Zombie, yeah. email us at mafpodcastshow at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram, mafpodcastshow. I no longer have a Twitter. No. It's still up there. But, but the MAF uh, one is still there. We yeah. barely use it because Twitter sucks. Yeah. But it's also at MAF Podcast Show on Twitter. Yeah. If any of these new platforms reliably take off, we'll go over there, but I'm not willing to pick you won't catch us yeah. on parlor that's for sure no, michael no <laughs> won't be going to truth social that's for sure <laughs> are you sure pretty sure okay well well mike on that note until I... next time <laughs> please don't be a pedantic asshole yeah and when someone asks you to take a sip of something <laughs> don't touch it with your delicate pinky <laughs> and touch the tip of your tongue to the tip of your finger and try and get away with calling it a sip Thank you. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. Goodbye. Hey, everybody. Hello. It's Joanne and Mike. Hello. And we have been trying to find some deals. Uh, holidays are coming up, and we've been trying to find some deals for our listeners. Yeah. And we've got one, you know, my family's very arty. Yes. A little artsy-fartsy family. Arts and crafts. And um, we do have an item that we think uh, you might like. And it's a book for people that are looking to start doing resin art and some other crafts for beginners. It has all the tips and tricks that nobody tells you uh, when you get started, and it includes several detailed tutorials for your first project. So it's a great place to get started if you're interested in learning how to do arts and crafts with epoxy resin. Absolutely. And generally, it's on sale. Right now for fourteen ninety five, usually at a price of twenty four ninety five. So if our listeners go to resinart.mafpodcast.com, that's resinart R E S I N A R T dot mafpodcast.com, you will be eligible for that special price. So check it out today and tell them MAF sent you. Absolutely. <laughs>